and we are live here good morning everyone good morning facebook land and good morning to all the beautiful women so happy international women's day to all the great women around the world world globally my name is angeline constantino i am the founder ceo and podcaster of let's break the silence where we help women break through those chains let go of those self-limiting beliefs regain their power find their voice and help them attract wealth and abundance in their lives so this is a brand new episode so this is going to be season two episode eight of let's break the silence you can find me on anchor fm and on spotify and please follow me on my website at letsbreakthesilence.com where you can find me on anchor fm spotify youtube and instagram as well as facebook right here so we are broadcasting live through multiple social media channels we're live on youtube we are live on my facebook fan page so let me know let me know if you are watching the live right now let us know please where you are tuning in from and if you are watching the replay please give me a hashtag replay throw some hearts throw some love in the comments below so here we have i am introducing to you my very good friend who i met through a challenge actually in january her name is emily hodgson and she is a victor of domestic violence and she created her coaching program called awaken with emily so we are going to be talking about that she has also launched her her first podcast and i'm super proud of her very very super proud of emily and i'm honored and blessed that she is on she is a special guest on my show today all right so emily so without further ado good morning emily and how are you today hello thank you so much for having me i am so honored to be a part of this podcast and honored to be here as your friend so good. thank you for having me you're welcome you're welcome you're welcome and where are you tuning in from? So I'm in the UK. So it's about 3 p.m., 10 past 3 here. Good. Um, I actually had sunshine today. So happy we day. sunshine here too. Yeah. <laughs> it makes a change from the rain and the darkness. But yeah. Exactly. 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 So it's a big change. Like here we have sunny skies. And... Yes guess what the sun is out and that's it you know sun comes out <laughs> exactly exactly all right so without further ado let me just um let's talk about your past i know this is not going to be easy but let's talk about what happened before so who is emily hodgson what happened as far as your um going you know recovering from domestic abuse. What happened in your life? Just tell us about yourself. So who is Emily? Yeah, um, where do I start? Um, Emily is a little bit crazy, a little bit fun. She is trying to find her very own authentic self and very much achieving that. Um, I've come on a very long journey, um, Angeline. I've shared mm -hmm. quite a few bits with you, but this is my first time ever um opening up about my past um 
So it's a little bit scary, but I'm also super, super ready because I know that there are thousands of men and women out there that suffer with domestic violence and they never get a chance to say their story. Mm. So for you to give me this opportunity is very empowering because I would like to hope that from this, other people can be inspired to speak out about their story too. So mine started from when I was 13. Um, okay. I was 13. Um, I grew up in a very loving family. Um, my family are incredible and I feel love from them. But I was born into a broken home straight away. So my mm. my mother met a Cypriot man and it was love at first sight. Um, but things over time changed and my dad didn't really want to have any existence in my life or my mom's. Right. So seeing your mom go through pain and seeing your mom go through these challenges at a young child, when you're young, you're quite selfish, aren't you? You don't really understand what's happening in life. Exactly. Until you, until you experience it yourself. Um, so having ADHD, I was born with ADHD, um, medicated from when I was seven years old. Okay. So fitting, fitting into crowds was not something that I ever did. I didn't have this huge group of friends. Um, I was bullied from primary school all the way through high school. So I think that for me, I was this lost soul that was trying to find a place in the world to fit in. And it got to 13 and we had the older boy that showed the attention and uh. being vulnerable. Um, I was spiraling, I was drinking and smoking, and I was just a bit of a a wild child, let's say. Right. Um, it was when I was 13 that I, um, I, I experienced rape, and it was one of the most confusing, darkest times of my life. Wow. Because I, I didn't really know what was happening. I didn't really know what was going on. All I knew was that I wanted somebody to like me. And if I did this thing with him, he would like me. Right, um, right. That's kind of how the story went with that situation. Um, and it obviously ended as it did. Um, unfortunately, from that, I actually formed an SDI. 13 years old, didn't have a clue what was going on. And the rumors and the Chinese whispers got out and I was actually not believed. Nobody believed me. I had people bullying me at school, calling me the SLAG and all sorts Ooh. of names. The police never got involved. Um, and I was just left to pick up the pieces. Wow. Um, yeah. So it was a very, very dark time in my life. And not being believed was one of the hardest. That is um, hard. Yeah. That is hard. Wow. Wow. So even more reckless than I was before, um, I just went completely off the rail. And at the age of 14, I met my daughter's biological father. 
same silly vulnerable scenario really mm. um and that was my first domestic relationship okay mm. um from a very early start of that relationship it was very much degrading nastiness spitefulness abuse um and obviously because of the situation i was involved in before which he knew that was held against me wow. so thinking that this person was going to give me this i don't know what what are you expecting from somebody in that situation i suppose you want them to take away your pain you want them to give you love you want them what what goes through a 14 year old's mind at that time you know um and he just used that all against me. Um, and I was in a relationship with him until I was 18 and a half. Okay. I lost my identity. I lost my family. I lost my friends. I was taken away from everything and everybody that I knew. Wow. Wow. Um, it went anything from sledgehammered, being smashed around my house. I had hot oil thrown on me one day. I was dragged from one street to another by my hair. I was accused of being a cheat, the whole relationship, but he was actually the one having affairs behind my back from that day dot. So I was in a situation that I really didn't know how to get out of. I was trapped and it backfired on me massively. Wow. I skipped wow. school. I didn't really finish my GCSEs. In the UK, we have GCSEs, um, which are the qualifications you get to move forward in your in your life, whether that's college, university. Right. So I ruined school, really. I was always bunking off and being a badass, which didn't really get me anywhere. So I remember when I was 15 years old, I just about to leave school and I found out I was pregnant with my daughter. Wow. So my whole world crashed because I didn't even know how to look after myself. I was in this awful relationship that I was, I was in fear. Every day I was in fear. And I didn't know how to break free of it. He used to say, if you leave me, I'll kill your family. If you leave me, I'll take I'll take Faith away. You'll never see her again. Or it was nobody will believe you because they never believed you before. Right, so I understand. I understand the pattern. Wow. Yeah. You talk about feeling trapped, you know. So trapped, yeah. Wow. And how did you come out of it? What happened? So at the age of 18, I actually had a neighbor um, who called the police and if it wasn't for her I wouldn't be here today wow. um, okay. she all she remembers was my head hitting against a brick wall and me screaming that's how she knew that something was happening so she called my mom my mom at the time hadn't spoken to me I hadn't spoken to my mom in quite a long time because I wasn't allowed contact with my family once faith was born it was the whole family. It wasn't just my partner that was abusing me. It right. was the whole family. From the mother to the sister to the brother, 
it was abuse, 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 control, control, control the whole way. Mm. So when the police turned up, it was almost like I was too scared to leave. I didn't, I didn't know whether I should leave. Um, and it, it was at that point that they said, if, if you don't leave, we have to consider your daughter in all of this now. Mm. Bear in mind, Angeline, at this time, I didn't know where my daughter was. They hid my daughter. So I didn't know where she was for, seemed like hours and hours, but it was actually only three hours. Right. So I was being interviewed and I was advised, you've got to pick up, you've got to pack everything up and you've got to leave. Mm. And that's what I did. I left my family. I left everything I owned in that house. I packed a bag and I left. And I moved in with my mom for three years on the sofa. So I lived with my mom. Mm. Um, I mean, how blessed can one person be to know that that caused pain on my family? You know, my family didn't know how to deal with that situation. They didn't know probably what was going on half the time. So right. for, them to, for them to take me back and love me like it was just yesterday was the most empowering thing that I think out of the whole thing I ever went through was because I knew I was loved. I was looking for the wrong kind of love. I was I looking did. for love that I didn't really need. Mm. But when you're trapped in that situation, Angeline, how how do you know how to leave? How do you know what to do? You don't know because I went through something similar without children. So I know exactly what I can really empathize and what you went through, I mean, that is worse than my situation, than what my situation was, you know? But you were very blessed because you were able to go to your mom's house, stay with your mom, and if you had to sleep on the sofa, okay. Palette, yeah. You I'll do what you have to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I ended up leaving with nothing. My whole childhood memories, my stuff, it was gone. I didn't know how to get it back. It was gone. So I had literally had to start my life all over again. Wow. I moved to an area I didn't know. I had no friends. I was very, very much inwards. I'd, I'd lost who I was completely. Um, it didn't really get any better there, to be honest. I, um, yeah. I hit drugs. I hit alcohol. I just went off the radar. I think that... I'd just been left, Angeline. I had no support. I had nobody to say, can we help you? It was pick up, move, and now you've got to get on with it. Sure, sure. So I'm like 18 and a half. I've got this beautiful 18-month-old little girl. I got no job, no home. I was relying off my mom, and I felt that I wasn't good enough. I felt that I wasn't, as a person, I wasn't worthy enough to be here. My daughter didn't deserve me. She deserved better. And this is kind of what you go through, don't you? You go through this whole phase of guilt and mm. feeling so bad about yourself, I suppose. Exactly. Um, exactly. So it was a 10-year-long journey of just chaos, I suppose. Um, and I was quite happy in a seven-year relationship. I managed to settle down, and 
I was still in this vibe of drugs and alcohol, but I thought I was happy. You know, I've, I've got all these friends and all these people really like mm. me and I've got my mm. boyfriend and this is perfect, you know. But I was so far wrong. Um, it was not, you know, the happiest relationship I thought. The friends that I had, they weren't really my friends. They were my party friends. Mm. So whenever, excuse my, you know, whenever shit got bad, people found it easier to not be able to deal with that. So they'd just push you to one side and, you know, that right. I don't want to have you know, they're friends, but they're not friends. But they're not friends, right. You know who your true friends are in a crisis. I'm, I'm still trying. I'm still finding mm. my true friends now. You are? Okay, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. So after seven years, my relationship broke down. Um, okay. He cheated on me, um, and he walked away like we never existed. So then, of course, Emily crashed and burned again because ADHD is a neurological disability. It's a part of your brain. It can't be cured. It can't be changed. Mm. And I'm not very susceptible to dealing with trauma or bad events or anything that doesn't quite go in my little world and it kind of blips up. Right. That's, that's when I can't deal with certain things. Couldn't deal with right so i um i just again who who was i anyway i didn't really know who i was so i can't really say i'd lost myself after that relationship breakdown but i was just so desperate for love you know i wanted somebody to love me i wanted somebody right. to just pick me up and put me over their shoulder and make everything better mm. How foolish can one person be? So I very, very, very quickly jumped into a very fast relationship. Um, he was grieving for his partner that had sadly passed away. I knew him. I knew his um, deceased partner. And I jumped into a relationship with him very quickly because I sympathized with him. I felt that we were both grieving, but in different ways. Mm -hmm. If this makes sense. So makes his, sense. Right. his partner had deceased, but my partner was still living on as if I never existed. The pain of two sides, I thought, you know, maybe we could look after each other. He's 20 years older than me at that time. Mm, okay. And at the first beginning, everything was wonderful, you know give you everything you want i'll make you feel like a princess you'll you'll be safe you'll be secure and you'll be loved and unfortunately that's when i hit my second domestic violent relationship oh, yeah we have some more stories yeah yeah um, now this one gets me worse sometimes because um i felt so foolish i felt so stupid mm. um, and this this relationship was toxic um you know he'd throw things at me about my ex-partner leaving he was on drugs constantly he was a huge cocaine addict um right 
which again you have an idea of but you think that you can change the world right and exactly. that's why this is what I am I help people I want to make everybody feel better but you don't always get that in return that's true um he was just very very emotionally abusive to me um there was a time that he would pin me down on the floor he would pin me up a wall he would put his hands around my throat he would knock me across the kitchen um and make me feel like I just was no good I was just not it didn't treat me like a human being right right I was like, I was like a prize piece that he could show off like a possession I know exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. And actually, that's when that person showed his true colours. And I knew who he was, really, as a person. And unfortunately, again, um, I was living in a town where so many people want to judge. So many people want to tell you what they think of you without actually knowing the situation. Mm. Um, I just got in with the wrong people, the wrong crowd. And I will quite happily say that they are all a bunch of bullies. And... Bullies, right. bullies look after bullies, right? That's true. You know, and you got that right. He, um, it was 2018 January, and I'd had enough. I couldn't take it anymore. Um, I felt like I was reliving my past all over again. Um, yeah. I let my daughter go and live with my mom because there was you have to protect your kids at the end of the day. And moving forward, um, he was arrested on, in January 2018 um, because he took an overdose because I left, because I knew I deserved better. So mm -hmm. he decided with the guilt trip that he was going to take an overdose of um, rum and cocaine, knowing that I was the only person that had a key to that house. So I had to go back. Wow. Difference was the police were the the ambulance was already there when I got there. I was one step ahead, and the ambulance took him away. And that was when I found out he had been cheating on me for months the whole time. And that girl was not only just cheating on him with her; she was pregnant. Oh, jeez! So I turned up at the hospital and I said, "I'm done." You're an animal. You don't deserve me. You'll never have me again. And he physically assaulted me in the hospital in front of staff. Really? He chased me. He was like an animal. And he was pulling these things off him. And he chased me. I ran out the hospital. And the police actually said on the CCTV, you could see me running straight through the waiting area. Wow. And I never reported it. I never reported it to the police. It was the hospital that reported it to the police. Okay. And the cycle started again. So the police turned up at my job. I lost my job. I lost all of my belongings because I left my house. I was living in to move with him. Wow. Oh. He, he changed the locks within 24 hours. Um, I had yeah. a bag of clothes for me and a bag of clothes for my daughter. 
And at that time, my mom was not able to support me. My mom wasn't able to take everything on that I had in her small home again. Right. So me and Faith had to live in a hotel for four months. Um, it was not a nice place. It, I, I suppose at the time you feel blessed, right, that you've got somewhere to yeah, live. Yeah, somewhere to live, right, instead of being homeless on the streets. Yeah. So that was that was mine and my daughter's life for four months. Um, wow. It was horrendous. Um, he was charged in court for assault, I believe. Um, but the abuse and the backlash that I took from so many people from that was disgusting. Um, I took his wife's inheritance, apparently his partner's inheritance. I spent all of her money. There wasn't anything there for me to spend, you know. Wow. It was just accusation, accusation, blame, put down, put down, put down constantly. Nobody actually ever sat down with me and said to me, what's happened? Mm. They decided with one person. And this isn't just this isn't just a few people. This is a whole bunch of people that decided to listen to one side of a story instead of hearing both. Right. Oh boy. Wow. So it, it was degrading. It was to be called these things that I was called, yet I was the victim. There's no justification for that. That's just an opinion of who they are. And I've learned that over time. Um, but fast forward um, to that time, we got our own beautiful home on April 2018, um, two days before my birthday. Wow. See that? Yeah. That's a, what a breakthrough. Yeah. Woo. And I just remember the one night in the hotel. It was in March, and I was not doing great. And I remember my mum taking my daughter one night at the weekend, and I was sat in this hotel room, and I committed suicide. Um, I tried to end my life that night because I'd had enough. I was so emotionally, mentally, and physically drained Mm. I felt that I was better off not on this planet. Everything I did, I was making mistakes. Everything I did, it was my fault. Everything come back to me. And when you're in that um, situation, uh, it's it's soul destroying, you know? It is. It is, especially in that situation, you know? I just want to take a little bit, bit of a break, not a break, but just I want to... Give some people a shout out for people who are tuning in. So here is yeah. Napa tuning in live from New Jersey. Welcome, Emily. Hello. And Tammy. Good morning, Tammy. She is watching live from Fort Worth, Texas. And oh. Gertie, I had the pleasure of interviewing Gertie Bates last week um, from Detroit, Michigan. I've watched this one. Yeah. Amazing woman. Incredible woman with a great story too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And June. Okay. So here's June. We all search to fill our broken and emptiness. And the truth is we won't ever be able to fill that void without Jesus. We were created to desire the unconditional love that only a close relationship with Jesus can give us. So we search and search and search until we find that. June 
she was in an abusive relationship too. Okay, June, well said. We always walk with God. I walk with God in everything yes. I do. That's very important. I, I have to say, actually, following, um, following that comment, it mm. was, I'd never prayed that night so much to God in my life. That night when I tried to commit suicide, I just remember saying, please, God, please, God, I'm tired now. I'm tired. Just take me. Just just let me be done now. Give my daughter the life that she deserves. And he gave me that because, you know, a few weeks later, I had this home and I was blessed with a home. And wow. I have to say that I did start to become one again with my Christianity, which is something I've always grown up with because of my grandma. Um, so that comment, I, I get it a hundred percent. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, and June says she was in an abusive relationship for seven years. It is soul destroying. I mean, it, I know what it's like. I mean, I went through it. It nearly destroys your self-esteem, your self-worth goes down. Everything goes down, you know? Thank you, Jesus is right, June. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in, tuning in this morning on this International Women's Day. All right, so tell us about what you're doing now. You now, how did you find your program, Awaken with Emily? What sparked that? My journey. Your journey. Uh, yeah. So oh, in. In the middle of 2018, I started my own therapy journey. And I was there. This is where it all comes together. So I tried counseling. I was like, mm, this is not for me. You know, I didn't want to talk. I wanted action. That's who I am. I'm an action taker. I'm a go getter. I'm chuck me in at the deep end and I will swim myself back up to shore. You know, okay. I met coaching. And I have come from a network marketing background. So I used to be a network marketer ah, okay. for five years. And that's where I came across coaching. And I was like, wow, this, this is like something amazing. You know, I could do that. I can do that. I'm of course all you for can. People. You know, I love people. I love to support people. I love to help people. And I think over the journey and the story, that's that's what probably people will get from. It was always trying to be there for other people. So I'm sat there one day and I'm thinking, right, how do I how do I do this? Like, what do I do? Mm. So I did my own journey. I got my own coaching. I paid for my own personal coach. And I've done that for the last two years. And then last year. February 2020, February 2020, yeah? Yes, it's yes. Um, I set up. I didn't know what I was doing. All I knew was that I had a mission. I didn't want people to feel alone the way I did. Right. I didn't, I didn't want people to feel that they have to do all the things I'd done in life to find that love, to find that connection with people I've realized that that comes from us it comes from you from within and ever since I've just been on this incredible empowering journey 
And March 2020 last year, I saved four lives, and I am really proud to say that. Thank God. I um, saved four lives to suicide, and they are still in contact with me now. They are still incredible people who are achieving every day. And it was from them people, really, that I knew that I could do this. I'd got a way that I could talk to people, you know. Wow. Whoa, what a, oh my gosh. And then that was it. Awaken with, it was originally spirit, mind, body. Okay. Um, that journey was incredible, but I realized that there was another company in the UK that had the same name. Mm. And for me, it was just not authentically me. It was somebody else that had the similar thing. And this is where Awaken with Emily began. And it was literally because one day I woke up, I shot up in bed at three o'clock in the morning. Right. I was like, I need to call it Awaken with Emily. Everybody has to wake up and see what's happening around them and what they're doing to themselves. Like if I hadn't have realized how I was treating myself. Right. How can I expect other people to treat me right if I don't exactly. respect myself, you know? And this incredible journey has not only taught me so much about me, but has taught me so much about other people and inspired me. My clients, they inspire me. My clients get me up out of bed every single day, regardless of my own struggles, because we're not robots. You know, coaches, entrepreneurs, businesswomen, businessmen, whoever it might be, they all still have their own problems. Sure it's, they do. Sure they how, do. How do we deal with that, though? How, how do we come out of the other side? And I think that that is where people struggle with mindset. Mindset is everything. You know what it is? It's a mindset shift. And I commend you. I mean, this is literally the first time I'm hearing your whole story. I have chills right now. I literally so people. I don't even think some of my family know this story. You are making an impact all across the world. And on this interview this morning, on our conversation this morning. So June, let's just go over some comments here. Emily, thank you for sharing your story. It's oh, a story you. that is inspiring so many people. Look at this. Yes. And then here's Tammy. So sorry to hear about your past. Blessing that others can hear your story, knowing that they are not alone. May God continue to bless you with strength and continue future happiness. God bless you and your daughter. God bless Beautiful. you, Tammy. Thank you. God bless you, Tammy. Gertie, so many women need to hear this. Thank God you got out, right? Everyone needs to hear this. Absolutely. Yeah. June says... Woohoo and good girl. <laughs> I love it. I love it. June, firing away. Thank you. <laughs> Awaken with, I love the name. See, an awakening happened. Similar to what happened to me. Yeah. Similar to what happened, an awakening happened. You wake up with an epiphany and it's like, okay. You know, like I started my podcast a little over a year ago, but then when the pandemic happened a year ago, Last year, it was like shortly right after Women International Women's Day. I buckled up. I sat down, had a cup of coffee, and you know, it was a warm day. And I'm sitting outside on my deck, and I'm like, okay, Angeline, 
Let's go. <laughs> Come on, girl. You can do this. Absolutely. So now, you know, my podcast is global. I mean, it's literally the last. Oh, Gertie, God is so good. God used you to help those four people. Exactly. And by the way, Gertie, I just want to let you know that our live interview a week and a half ago went viral. 1.3K views. Congratulations. So, Massive congratulations. Your story inspired me, Gertie, 100%. Oh, I was just, yeah. She I couldn't stop listening. And she wrote a book. Love I know. To her mom, you know. And I have the book, and it's a beautiful, nearly brought me to tears. Honestly, it did. One step at a time with lots of affirmations, faith, and belief. Absolutely. My daughter's called Faith. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I just remember holding her in hospital, and I was going to call her um, Lillian. Lillian. Oh, Lillian, I love that name too. <laughs> I and I looked at her, and I just went, "Faith, faith, faith." And I've always had faith ever since. Exactly. Exactly. And I am, I am becoming more spiritually connected with myself. Um, mm. you know, as this journey's gone on, I don't want my daughter to see me as a survivor. I want her to see me as a thriver. There you go. You're thriving after domestic violence. Yeah. We're thriving. Yeah, you we and are. Both, and many other women are thriving after domestic abuse. Yeah, we are. And do you know what? We have to because... Mm. We've got to learn to love ourselves for every single flaw that we have. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter what people say about you. You have to wake up every day and look at yourself in the mirror and say, you've been through some crap in your life, mm. but you are a badass superwoman and you can accomplish anything. And if every woman can wake up every day and say that to themselves once a day, Right. That will automatically start to change your mindset. And before you know it, you're going to know that you're amazing. You're going to be able to know what you're worth. And all that other stuff, you won't let in because you'll know your worth. You'll notice what you shouldn't be doing and what you should be doing. You don't need anybody else to tell you that. Exactly. And I think that women have this stigma where we are expected to do certain things and have certain jobs mm. and, you know, live a certain way. But actually women are just as valued as men or they should be because we can do good on our own, you know. Oh, women, yeah. We can, we can rock it on our own. And I think that that is the difference. I went from needing somebody to wanting somebody. Ah, uh, big, huge. That's huge. That's you huge. know, I don't need anything, but I want something, or I would like something, you know. And my whole mindset mindset just shifted, you know. It it just shifted, and I think I just woke up one day and it was like, the time is now. Like you're thirty years old. Mm. What are you gonna do with yourself? And it's sometimes it's like I can hear somebody in the back of my head saying, come on, Emily, you can do this. You can do this. Exactly. Is it God? It may be God. 
or it may be me starting to believe in myself that I can do it, but I am becoming very, very spiritually connected to myself and all around me. That's great. That's a blessing. That is, you are a blessing. You're a blessing too. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we both are. We're both strong, independent women. And I've learned through my journey that I could live by myself that I could yeah. be on my own and provide for myself. I don't depend on a man. No more. No, no more. Me. I know that's harsh, but no more. I just don't. I just no, don't. I'm the same. I'm, I'm the same. I've always been a very independent girl. I've mm -hmm. always, you know, when I was younger, you know, no grandma, I can do this. I don't need you to do this, you know? And then to lose that independence is like losing a piece of yourself. I agree with you. Absolutely. When you find that, nothing can stop you because you know what you're capable of. Exactly. Exactly. So I just want to go through some one of, some of the comments. Oh, thanks, June. Thank you very much. And yay, June says, absolutely. And then I, yes, yes, yes. You girls, I just love you. We love you too, June. I love you too. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. And um, for those who are tuning in this morning, please feel free to share our live out um, to someone who needs to hear your message. Here, you know, share it out on your personal page. Please share this out because this message needs to be broadcasted throughout the world. So let's see. June says, "Huh, electrician? Now I work construction. Wow. Okay." That love that. Wow, love that. She was an electrician for wow. June was an electrician for 15 years. Wow. And Bao, I have been working construction for five years. Now, what a woman. You are a woman. Boy, you're a superwoman, June. Damn straight. June, you need to join my Facebook group. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy goes, Great job, Angeline. God bless you both, beautiful ladies. Thanks, Tammy. Good job, Angeline. You are oh, thank you, Gertie, so much. You are a blessing. We love you. We do. You are amazing. Oh, thanks, Judith. Hey, Judith, how are you? Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. So, okay, tell us about your your twelve week program. Yes. So, my business is based around five different pillars. So my five pillars are core beliefs, finding out who you are, what you stand by. I think that that was the most important thing for me. I needed to figure out who the heck I was and what I did enjoy. Because somebody used to say, what do, what do you like? I don't know. I don't know what I like. I don't know what I want to do. You know, I'd been trapped in this bubble for so many years. So that was the first thing, helping people to find out who they really are. Then I've got purpose and fulfillment. You know, what fulfills you? What makes you feel fulfilled? What's your purpose? We've all got a purpose on this planet. We just have to figure out what that is. Exactly. Um, anxiety, because I've lived with anxiety my whole life. Um, so I helped teach and educate people how to overcome anxiety um goal setting thinking off the top of my head now goal yeah, setting see? 
you know how do we how do we put all of that into action how do we how do we how do we plan goals you know how do we plan for something that we want in a realistic time frame and forgiveness that's huge forgiveness is huge so i work with a lot of cbt and dbt um a lot of nlp work um mm. And it's about helping people to understand that we're not saying that you have to accept what people have done. It's not saying that I forgive them men for what they have done to me, but I forgive them because that's who I am. I'm not going to go through the rest of my life living in bitterness and anger and frustration. I think that if we can learn how to forgive what's happened and forgive ourselves as well, because we can be so down on ourselves and we can be so negative, mm. that actually we're taking on somebody else's blame that we don't need to. So I think that that is really, really important that people understand how to forgive, because it's not what people think. Exactly, and it's important now, forgiving someone doesn't mean that you let them back in your life. It, you're letting that grudge go. I mean, I... I you're letting the pain go. Letting the pain go. There you go. Let the pain go, right? Yeah. So once you let the pain go and you're breaking down those barriers, you know, that's when the... Because we're going to break chains here on this live. Yeah. Yeah. We're breaking chains and breakthroughs are happening. I can yeah. freaking see it right now. <laughs> I can I'm see this me. right now. You know what? If I can do this, and I've done this on my own, I've never had somebody holding my hand, you know? I've not had a tutor. I've not had a therapist that's been with me. I've done this journey by myself. I've done my own self-development. I've figured out what worked for me, and I've taken all of that and now put that into a 12-week program. There you go. Which, which is bespoke. You know, every person individually is different. What works for one person might not work for somebody else. So it's down to the person, what they need, what they what they require from me, mm. what support they need to move forward. And that is what I create. Power. There you go. You're creating power. Wow. I am. Wow. You are. You're a very powerful, powerful woman. You, you are a very, very powerful woman. You know, um, I just want to, um, oh, here's June. People generally know what they don't want or like, but can't really pinpoint what they want or like. And That's June shared our live by the right. Uh, June, thank you for sharing the live. Really appreciate it. So, oh I'm my just God. charger in, sis, because we're about oh, to. Take your time. I'm just going to go through the comments right now. So, oh my gosh, I love all that I've been taking. A life coaching course sounds a bit the same. And guess who's going to be creating a course too? I'm going to have someone do it for me as me. So I'm going to be doing, oh yeah. It's going to be Good. huge. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Yes, forgiveness is so important. Totally agree. Totally agree. You know what it is? You're letting go of the anger and resentment. And I know I had to do that for myself. You're doing it for yourself. Yeah, it's not for anybody else, you know. And I think even as a parent, we live every day for our kids, you know. Right. There you go. The thing we do is for our kids. 
So where does that leave you as a person? You know, I think that women, especially, it's so easy to label a woman. Oh, sure it is. Absolutely. But you can't label a man because you just can't. And that is one thing that frustrates me more than anything is that women are just as equal as men. We don't need no goddamn labels to tell us what we are. And one of the things that I was called was a psycho. That was my top name. What? Psycho. Oh. Yeah. And okay. it used to bother me. It really used to bother me because I was so defensive. You know, I knew who I was. I, I was never going to have anyone else tell me any different. Mm. But you do take so much in because that's naturally what we do. You know, we're sensitive. We're sensitive women are. You know, a lot right, more exactly. a lot more than men. I mean, there are I know quite a few men out there that are sensitive. No, there are, there are, and there's good men out there. There are I, very good men out there. There are good men out there. And I've been blessed to work with men who are mentors, you know. I've I have I have men and women that I coach. Now I have men and women, so now it's like equal. Yeah, yeah. And why not? Why would it not be? You know, we all deserve an opportunity at happiness. Every single one of us. You know, even if you're, you know, the biggest, baddest man walking down the street, you know, you still deserve some happiness. And if you want happiness, you've got to go get it. You've got to go and find it because hell no is anybody going to do it for you. Exactly. Nobody, nobody's ever done anything for me. I've done it all for myself. And that, that is why I wake up so proud. You when you're proud of yourself, we should all be proud of ourselves. You know, exactly. we all we've all picked ourselves up. Angeline, you are incredible. You know, you inspire me. You've taught me so much in the time that we've been friends, and you bring out that empowerment in me. Thank you. Know? you. Thank you. Thank you. Do. you. I would never have done this. You know, I think if anybody else had have asked me. I don't think I could have done it, but because really? it's you, it's just oh. totally different, you know. I remember when you came to me and asked me, I was like, I'm so thrilled. I was I like, so how do I get how that you asked that? me? Yeah. <laughs> That's I was like, Gina, uh, Angeline, how do I do this? How do I find a podcast? And you were like, I'm here. <laughs> I was like, really? I can be on your podcast, and you were like, "Hell yeah!" Well, of course you can. Your story—I mean, this is going to this broadcast will be uploaded, by the way, on my podcast on Anchor FM and on Spotify. Let's break the silence, and um, it's going to be wow. I'm so honored. All over, so all over. Oh, I wanted to say, Maureen is from the UK. Hey there. Hey. Yeah, she's great. Maureen is great. Hashtag empowerment. Yes, exactly. Always. June says, yay. And then what else does June say? Absolutely, you are doing it for yourself. She's talking about forgiveness. Yes. It takes so much off our shoulders. That's true. Hashtag, okay, choice. Correct, yes. Maureen. Absolutely. Lauren says, Emily, you bring out the awesomeness of me and help me see who I am and who I can be. Oh, very nice. Oh, oh that's beautiful, man. Lauren. Thank you. Thanks, Lauren. Uh, Lauren has uh, been in one of my programs. Oh, great, Lauren. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. 
That's yeah. awesome, Lauren. See that? We all empower. This is my coffee cup. Women for women. And I'm going to be drinking my coffee cup every single day. You know what, though, Angeline? Every day I wake up now, I'm so blessed. And I know that whatever's happened, God has got a path for me. And he's just putting me in the right direction. And sometimes it's not what we want it to be, but we look outside the box and we see the opportunities that he's sending to us. Mm. Then actually we don't see things in fear. We see things in excitement. Exactly. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel blessed every morning, every time, especially when I wake up really early. You know, God gave me another day to live and God yeah. gave me another day to work my passion, you know, yeah. and just it's exciting to wake up at 5 a.m. and not have to drive to a J-O-B that you don't like because yeah. I'm not knocking it because um, a couple of years ago when I was working full time, I was making good money. I was out on the road a lot. Yeah, but it was it was grueling after a while putting 500 miles a week on the car gets to be <laughs> yeah very tiring very tiring i know june says yes if you put up with being put down ran down told how worthless you are be careful because the more you listen to this the more you start more to believe, to believe it. exactly yeah june damn. Wow. that's why we need to get away from all the negativity and abuse and get around those who lift us up. I say that all the time. Amen. Amen to that, June. Treat us with respect, exactly. Oh my gosh, I just love this amazing way. See, see? June is having a breakthrough right now. She is. June, I love you. <laughs> it's a journey is right. And Gertie, Emily, you're a beautiful woman. Keep telling your story. Keep sharing your story with the world. And speaking of that, you just started a podcast. Yes, I have. Okay, now what is your mission with the podcast and what is your five-year mission? Okay, so my mission with the podcast is to aim more around mental health abuse, abuse in any form, um, really, and to share my story, to share other people's story. My aim is to just, you've inspired me, girl, to do so much. Thank like, you. Thank you. I hear and I see what you do, and I just think it's incredible. So it's inspired me to do the same. So my first interviewer is actually going to be Angeline. Wow. <laughs> my turn. Daughter. Story with the world. Yeah. And I've actually got five other um, interviewees lined up. So these are people that have come. Uh, one of them is a very successful uh, business coach. Mm. Um, he comes from a background suffering with dyslexia um, and having ethnic background issues. So it's going to be a range of men and women from all kinds of backgrounds. Good. Awesome. Stories. Can you hear my dog talking? Yeah, That's my dog. That's my dog talking. Are That's you okay. are you one of the interviews as well? <laughs> I guess yes, that's okay. <laughs> We're all um, family. <laughs> for the whole family. Um and just 
help other people to feel like I do right now. Like somebody actually wants to listen to them. Somebody wants to hear their story and in hope that that will inspire other people as well. Um, I'd like to try and aim to have education on there as well. Very good. Very good. That's, that's great. That's awesome. And my mission for the next five years is I will impact the lives of 5,000 men and women. I will begin my own charity, focusing around abuse and mental health. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Wow. Um, I will travel the world, and I will be traveling the world to not only educate on abuse and mental health, but also to educate people on ADHD. Because I think that there is definitely a miscommunication about what ADHD is. I agree um, with you. I agree with you. You know, ADHD is in a bracket with autism, Asperger's. Um, mm. They're all in the same category. Um, so I think sometimes ADHD is a hidden disability that people don't understand. They so, don't. They don't. No, they no. don't. They don't. So it's important for me to be able to do that and also help other people that suffer with ADHD that have been judged and put down and, you know, been called the names that they're actually not. I agree. See? Wow. Writing. I will, I'm aiming to keep writing books. Um, I launched my first ebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Oh my god! Just like, hang on tight for one second. <laughs> I think her dog is enjoying this this conversation. Okay, all good, all good. Don't worry, don't worry. She's supposed to be cross, so she just talks all the time. Yeah. Oh, Lauren just wanted to say that program was so worth it. Wow. Oh, darling. Thank you, Lauren. That's great to hear. Awesome. So I um I launched I launched my first ebook in February. And my ebook is based around finding your inner mindfulness. Mm. I love finding, it. Yeah. Finding how to calm the busy head all, all the time. It gets so crammed. See? So this book is only 36 pages, but it helps you to learn new ways of mindfulness. Um, I will meet influencers and incredible souls like yourself. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And support my daughter financially with her education. That means the most to me. How old is your daughter right now? So my daughter is 13. Okay, okay. So she will be leaving UK school um, in mm. two years. She's only got two terms left. And then she'll be in sixth form. So she's getting older. She's growing up very quickly. Um which is scary in itself. That's scary. They grow fast. So yeah, you with your daughter because once they go to college, <laughs> it changes everything. It changes everything. Oh, God, I'm not thinking about that yet. It, it makes me sweat. <laughs> um, well, and the final thing is to be working alongside our incredible NHS. That is my final mission. Um, I think that a lot of nurses and doctors in the NHS get forgotten about with their mental health. Mm, okay. And 
you know, the NHS is under a huge amount of pressure in the UK. Wow. Uh, very much a huge amount of pressure. And having family and friends that work in the NHS, I've realised that actually doctors and nurses, they don't really get that time and that support for their mental health. So that's my final mission in the five years. And whatever happens after that, I'm ready. There you go. You're ready. I'm ready. That's awesome. That's awesome. So that's me. That is you. That is you. So Emily, you're a beautiful. Oh, this is coming from Gertie. You're a beautiful woman. Keep telling your story. And Mark Presswood is suiting in from Los Angeles, California. So it's early out there. And Maureen says you become what you think. Correct. I love that. I love that. Yes. Happy. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Appreciate that. Oh, and June says, can you imagine we could accomplish if we fed our desires right instead of our fears? Wow, yeah. That's powerful. Woohoo. And then let's see what else we have. And then oh. June says, yay. And haha, yes. Okay, sweet. Boy, June is having a huge breakthrough. I Congratulations. Thank you. And we love you. We love you. This is what it's all about. It is. This is amazing. We are so fortunate to have NHS in the UK. We really are. Mm. Um, Maureen will obviously know what I'm talking about with this. They they are they don't get credited enough for what they do. Right. And, you know, it was like when we were doing the claps for the heroes over in the UK, we would clap every night. It just didn't feel right to me. Right. You know, it felt like I'm supporting them, but what more can we do to help them? And that was when I came up with this idea that's in my dream book. And hopefully one day I will be able to support them in some way, somehow. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any closing remarks before we, because we're, this is a great, this is a great conversation. For my closing remark would be to everybody that watches this mm. is, don't let anybody tell you who you can be. Don't let anyone say who you are. Always believe in yourself and please, 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 please always know that sometimes we can be speaking to the wrong people, but there are people out there that love you, that want to listen to you, that want to help you. Just please ask the right people and don't ever, ever, ever struggle and don't ever, ever think that you don't deserve more because you do. Happy Women's Day to you all. See that? Wow, this is powerful. Yeah. Very, very powerful this morning. Change your mind and it will change your life. There you go. There, You know, it's all about mindset. You know, it really is. It's, all, it's that mindset shift, you know. Some people don't know how to do it, though, you know. They don't know. Some people used to say to me, oh, you know, just, just change your mindset. And I used to think, how do you change your mindset? How do you do that? How do you do mindset work. You know what? I invested in myself in personal development. Same. And then back 11 years ago, I got myself involved in a health and wellness company. You know, that wow. changed my life. And I, I will never forget this. The same day. I signed my divorce papers, which was in May 15th, 2011, was the same day I got promoted. Wow. I rank advanced in the company. So I'm That's telling powerful. you, I'm telling you, powerful. 
that's a breakthrough, you know? It is. It really is. And we should celebrate ourselves, especially women. You know, women need to get out there and celebrate themselves. So celebrate today. Yeah. Celebrate, you without know? the laws, without the guilt, without the... Right, right. They say I should be doing this, so I must be. No, no. Do what the hell you like, girl. And whatever makes you happy, do it. Because our time on this planet is shorter than we realize. And one thing I always say to my clients is don't live in regret, live in happiness. Live in happiness is right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't need, you don't need fortunes. You don't need riches. You just need love. Love is all we need. Love is all we need is right. Is right. And we can find that within each other. That doesn't mean we need a man. That's true. Love yourself first. Right. One of the things I learned from my mentor, love yourself first. And I think everyone will tell you that. You have yeah. to love yourself first in order to love others. It's not easy either. No, it it's isn't. It was a process for me. That was a process, you know. Did you ever have somebody say, look in the mirror and tell yourself how amazing you are? Mm -hmm. You used to be like, what? <laughs> But now I react. Oh, thank you. See now, and now I will quite happily go. You are amazing. Go and smash it today. And that's what you're doing. Exactly. That's what affirmations, 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 affirmations. Every single day. Every single day. Yeah. Absolutely. We are worthy. You know, we are worthy, and you know, let's love and spread the love throughout the world here and yeah. that is something that we did today on this live broadcast coffee and conversation with you i'm so glad that and i'm honored and blessed that you are yeah, i mean we're sisters you and i yeah. are sisters for life we are so you know it's just an honor for me that you were our special guest on my podcast let's break the silence so let's just see june says always keep growing you're always keep growing absolutely right. Gertie says, Angeline, thank you for giving people this platform to tell their story. This is I the agree. only way. This is the only way. I mean, podcasting now is more, it's replacing radio. Yeah. And this is, I'm telling you, this is like, I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> thank you, Maureen. Thank you. We love you. Yes, absolutely. I changed my mindset. I changed my life forever. Correct. Absolutely. It changes your whole life. It really does. You know, when people say, oh, it's cliche, but it changed my life, it really does. It does change your life. Absolutely. Is it Absolutely. easy? No. Does it take consistency? Yes. Is it hard work? At times, yeah. But when you've managed the time period that you give yourself to empower yourself, all the negativity around you, it will just go on its own. And the amount of people that I have in my life now is is incredible. And they're all the right people, you know? Exactly, exactly. All the people of the past are quite literally in the past, and that's where they're staying, you know? There you go, there you go. And same goes for no, me too. Yeah, and you know what, ladies? You know, people might come back and they might tell you how guilty they feel and how sorry they are. They're just words and don't ever think that you have to be pressured into accepting that person back into your life, you know, know your worth, know your value. And if it didn't work the first time, 
it will not work the second time. And that mm. that's me being honest. I've been there and I've done it. And more than once. Mm. And sometimes we can think that these people, you know, they might need our love and they might need our time. But actually know your own worth and know that is that something you need to do? Is that something you need in your life? Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. And June, good. I'm ha so happy for you girls. The right people in your life. Exactly. It's so important. It takes time. I yeah. was in the wrong crowd at one point in my life. I mean, that was a long time ago, but thank God I'm with the right people and the right mentors. And you and I found each other actually through Simon when he yeah. had a coaching challenge in January. That's how we connected. See, so so good, positive, respectful. Oh, thank you so much, Jim. We really appreciate it. And I just wanted to say this. For those of you who are tuning in and for those of you who are going to be watching the replay, this is the power of the internet. This is the power of, you know, we're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. This is going to be uploaded on my podcast, Let's Break the Silence. And this is the power of the internet. This is the power that we can connect and grow with each other. I mean, look at this. Look at this. Look at this, you know. And um, some people are messaging me always at the wrong time, but that's okay. Okay. So <laughs> it's Monday. Okay. Follow. Oh, now, where can people follow you? Actually, hold on one second, guys. Okay. So for those of you who are tuning in live and for those of you who are watching the replay, follow Emily Hodgson Hodgson on Facebook and yeah. the podcast at Anchor FM at Awaken with Emily. So that's where people can contact you, correct? Like yeah. So on Facebook, I have my own personal profile, but I actually have a business page called Awaken with Emily. Okay. So if you type that into Facebook, you'll see my Facebook page. Um, and then moving forward from my Facebook business page, you actually have a private community group, which is called Together is Better. And this group is what I created last March at the beginning of very beginning of lockdown. And I have now got 345 members in there. So I am so blessed. Um, so you are more than welcome to be a part of that community. We uplift, support and love each other in there. There is no negativity, not my vibe. Good. So, what is the name of your community again? The Facebook group. I guess. It's called Together is Better. Yes, right, is better. Okay, let me just... Um, yeah. Hold on one second. I'm going to... That's okay. Yeah, I'm doing my little thing here. <laughs> I am learning StreamYard, okay? So yeah. I, I give credit to myself because me with technology sometimes is... You're doing amazing. Thank you, thank you. So Emily's... Okay, so Facebook. So people, if you want to follow Emily, her business page is Awakened with Emily and Emily's Facebook group, which I am a part of, is together is better. I love the name. Yeah. Together, and we broke the silence today. We broke the silence today. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in today. Thank you so much for attending the live broadcast. And for those of you who are watching the replay, just let us know by hashtagging replay in the comments. Let us know what your thoughts are, your feedback are. So Thank you so much, Emily, for being a guest on my podcast. Let's break the silence. Mm -hmm. 
So follow me on my website. So my website is letsbreakthesilence.com and on Anchor FM on Spotify. I will be uploading this recording today um, onto my podcast. So I'll share that with you, Emily, so you can share it with, um, you. with your community and your people. So let's break the silence. So we broke the silence today. Today, the chains came off and the breakthroughs happened. And this makes me so happy, you know? This is changed my life here. You've changed my life already, you know. Oh, here comes June waving. Bye. I just wanted to say thank you, everyone that's watched. Oh. It means so much to me for you to take the time to listen to this because this this has been scary, you know. Sure, it's not easy to go live. It's first not time in fourteen years. Uh, wow. so, no, God, I'm not that young wow. anymore. It's seventeen years. <laughs> Don't talk to me about age right now. Okay. Age is just a number. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I'm living my best life in my 50s. How's that? But my mind, but age is just a number. I'm in my 30s. So, okay. So let's just. <laughs> yeah. But no, seriously, thank you so much for having me, for watching me. It means so much. You won't realize. Thank you. Thank you. And this means the world to me. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone for tuning in to our live broadcast. Ah, oh, thank you, June. Yeah, see, she got the big up, see? See that? Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. For June. It takes a village to raise a child. I agree with Mark. It yeah. takes a village, it does, absolutely. Absolutely. Think, you know what, though, when you go through things in your life, it's so easy to call you a bad mother. Mm. And I had that a lot. I had very, very much people judging me for what I went through. And sometimes, how do how do you stop that? How do you how do you what you you can't just switch it off, and you can't just disappear your child. You know, you're together, mm. you're connected. Whatever you go, your child goes. You know, um, right, right. So for all the mums and dads out there, you're all powerhouses, and never let anyone tell you any different. I agree, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely true. That's right. That's right. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule today. So happy International Women's Day to all the great women. Cheers. We have, cheers. See, we have our coffee here. So can we, I, can we change that? I, I'm trying to see. <laughs> all right. You know what, Emily, you and I will chat offline a little bit. So thank yeah. you so much for all of you for tuning in. We will see you on the next live broadcast. Bye for now. Take care, everyone. Bye. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.